where they where they land. No doubt, sir. A lot of a lot of great stuff going on here, and of course, our Falcons will be drafting as well. Uh, Cleveland Browns. We're going to be on the clock in just a second here. I just want to get reset here as we plug in our our laptop here. We momentarily yanked the cord out, so uh, couldn't hear a daggone thing on our laptop. But that's okay. We're still piping to you here, uh, just outside again of Atlanta, Georgia, and we're going to be having, of course, our host. Actually, not our host. One of our sponsors will be joining us in just a little bit. That is right on the money, and uh, they're going to talk to us about uh, making sure your financial house is in order. And so, as always, we're excited when they decide to join us here on the broadcast. And um, we're going to see what they have to say about, again, keeping your financial house in order. And we're going to get your picks and your choices here on the draft. You can call us at 347-326-9991. You can call them whether you think the draft, whether the team picks, whether they pissed a bust or uh, a best shot. And, of course, Miles T. I know has his personal opinions on <laughs> who the Falcons should draft and uh, – uh, also, who some of the other teams should draft. All right, let's let's take a look here at the top three. We're getting logged back into the Block Talk Radio portal. Uh, so for those of you, again, who are listening to us on Block Talk Radio, we thank you. You can call us up at 347-326-9991, and uh, you can give us your comments on what you think about the draft as it's just about to kick off here. Again, Cleveland is on the clock. Uh, we are looking here as we are in our own personal draft party here at the Holiday Inn and Suites. We're actually going to be bringing on some of the guests, a couple of guests, said they want to they want to chime in so you know we're all about uh, trying to make sure that everybody gets their fair share in their say so we're going to go ahead and bring those guys in uh and let them talk about what's cooking here what their favorite team is doing and uh we're going to do that but before we do that real quick before they get out there we can see roger goodell is coming to the podium roger starback is coming to the podium as well uh we do want to quickly quickly get some breaking news here in atlanta uh unfortunately the guy who has led Atlanta over the last five years, got them to their highest win total, 60 wins, got them to an Eastern Division uh, championship appearance just a short three years ago, is gone. Coach Bud and the Atlanta Hawks have agreed to part ways. Mm. Gone. That's some new news. I didn't hear yes, that. Yes, sir. Breaking news. Coach Bud uh, made the agreement yesterday. I got the, uh, the email from uh, the Hawks. You know, I'm on their email blast list, and I got that email that Coach Bud and the Hawks have agreed to terms to part ways. So he's gone. <laughs> 60 win season, uh, three playoff appearances in his five years here, and um, got to the second. He did a lot of firsts. Got to the second round with the, with the Atlanta Hawks, had not done for a while. Uh, got to the Eastern, Advance, Eastern Division Championship, which they had not gotten to at all. So, um, you know, what do you think, Miles? Well, um, if you really want to get my personal opinion yes, on that. Yes, that's why I asked you. Yes, that's why I asked you. That's um, why here. I think Bud seen he's, he's in over his head with this. Uh, I, I, I think he sees the lack of talent that they have. And um, even though it is new management, um, I think he wants to see – I mean, I don't think he sees a big future for him with the Atlanta Falcons – I mean, excuse me, Atlanta Hawks, where they're going to win be contenders for a championship or anything like that no time soon. Schroeder in trouble, legal trouble that's out of their hands, that might be out of their hands anyway. Um it's it's just it's just a lot of stuff going on that that he I think it's just a little bit over uh, overwhelming for him that he really really got to start from scratch with this team and I'm I'm not sure if he wants to invest in that in his future. Well, certainly the handwriting was on the wall when we saw him um, get demoted 
yeah. from being a guy that remember Bill Parcell a few years ago. He said he wanted to he wanted to buy the groceries if he wanted to cook them. But Coach Bud had that for a minute. He was actually president of basketball operations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, got demoted as the Hawks after, again, going to the Eastern Division Championship, took a step back. But, you know, to some degree, the guy got a raw deal uh, in my mind. First of all, I don't think they should have ever promoted him to president. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. I think that, you know, the guy already had some challenges and to kind of put him in a position where you're asking him now to take on the GM and presidency of basketball operations uh, and still coach the team. I thought that was kind of crazy. Uh, second thing is, is that you really put him in a position where financially you kind of gutted the team, you know, from all those moves they made. You think about yeah. it, the Hawks at one point, that year when they won 60 games, had not one, not two, but four All-Stars. Now, granted, that was from the East. But yeah. nevertheless, you, they were still four All-Stars on that team. Yeah. They yeah. could have potentially had a fifth with, you know, Damari Carroll. So, um mm-hmm. Just um, a tough thing to see, and, and it's funny because I was going to come up with this thing called former Atlanta Hawk Watch, <laughs> because a lot of former Hawks are still playing right now in, in postseason. Yeah, just saying. But anyway, all that being said, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know before we get into the draft talk that uh, Coach Bud is gone. Mm-hmm. He has left the building officially. Again, if you guys want to call us up three four seven three two six ninety nine ninety one. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. We broadcast here from our own personal NFL draft party. The Cleveland Cavaliers are on the clock. The clock is ticking right now as we're watching the NFL draft behind us here in the NFL Network. Excuse me, Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, hey. Mom got excited. He said, what Cavaliers? Like, hey, what, what happened? <laughs> Did I Trey you? Young. Trey Young. Trey Young. <laughs> but, yep, and, and look at this. Cleveland has had 28 different starting quarterbacks since 1999. And to me, okay, this is, this is who I think they should draft. They should draft Saquon Barkley mm. and Bradley Chubb. Leave them quarterbacks alone. I don't know about that. I tell you why, because you can get a quarterback later. I mean, is just here's the thing: you have drafted too many quarterbacks. You've been doing this for years. Give it a rest. Try something else. And to me, you're in a you're in a midwestern city. You're playing up north. You're gonna get cold weather. You get inclement weather. To me, uh, they should go ahead and uh, and pick Barkley, uh, who I think could be you know an all time great potentially without injury, mm-hmm. and uh, Bradley Chubb, with everybody saying is the next beast on the defensive end. Oh, uh, m- most definitely first the first pick you chose. Number one, I would I would take Saquon Barkley. Okay. Uh, now that fourth pick that they have, I'm sorry, I I I got to go if Baker Mayfield's available, I would go with him. If not, definitely I'd go with Lamar Jackson. Learning behind the Tyrod Taylor, that's a mobile quarterback in the NFL, oh. has been there. I, you got to take Lamar Jackson is a special talent. I mean. He's so confident that he didn't have to run his forty yard dash for the NFL because he already he, he his 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 film speaks for itself. Heisman Trophy winner. Second year his numbers are just as good or maybe even better than his year he won the Heisman. Completion percentage went up slightly. Not too big, but just slightly. You know, it's just he he's done enough work on, on, on film to be confident in himself that whoever gets him he's gonna be a, a, a diving in the rough because they are really low-balling him right now a little bit in his worth as a, as a Heisman Trophy winner. Well, at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot of people, all, all the same criticism is, he's, he's a, you know, he's a one-read guy, uh, needs to read defenses better. <clears throat> but I like you said behind Tyron Taylor this year. Here's the thing. Nice. After guys say all of that, they come back and say this guy is a major talent <laughs> and that, in fact, he can probably learn to run any type of offense. And here's how big of a major talent he is. There have been rumblings over the last two days that the team who is the current dynasty, so to speak, says if he's there and we need to pick, we're going to pick him. Oh, yeah, Bill Belichick has 
I've done it. Okay, here's Mayock's uh, top 100 here. He's saying Barkley one, uh, Quentin Nelson from the guard from Notre Dame two, Bradley Chubb three. Rokon Smith has rocketed up the charts. He's now picked uh, as number four overall in Mayock's top 100. So uh, Rokon making his move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely, definitely talent. Six foot, what, two, I believe he is. Uh, About 235. Yeah, 240. Running the four. Laser speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sideline to sideline speed. Um, He's a can't miss linebacker. I think Uh, so. I saw earlier where I thought Chicago was going to get him in nine. Um, Yeah, either either him or either the Raiders or Chicago, the two teams that seem to be most interested in mm -hmm. him. But like I said, again, now he's rocking up the chart. Cleveland. I wonder if a deal is possibly being made because Cleveland now, uh, they went from 10 minutes on the clock. They're now down to four minutes and 52 seconds on the clock. Uh, they still have not submitted a pick to Roger Goodell. So there could be some shenanigans going on mm. behind the scenes with Cleveland. I maybe. think that's Baker right there. Baker with Landry and um, Josh Gordon. That's a nice tandem. And, uh, and go after Barkley with that fourth pick if he's still there, which – I doubt he will be. No. But you got you got guys, you know, from LSU there. That's true. You know, and, I mean, I, I think they do need to pick a running back, too, because Cleveland do. hasn't had a running back in years. I can't even think the last time Cleveland had a legitimate running back. But, um, guys, you got even the two Georgia running backs are, are, are a top five prospect out of the running back. Well, it's, funny, and it's funny you mentioned Sonny Michelle, a little bit of pushback on him, only because he is not – panned out well in some of his injury examinations. So some teams are stepping back from him just a little bit. But, uh, yeah, definitely he was, he's been top five in all the guys' mock draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Chubb also been a top five guy in all the drafts. And, uh, of course, he worked out here with our Atlanta Falcons. Don't know if the Falcons will actually pick mm-hmm. him. That could be a smoke screen. But if he's available maybe in a later round, second or third, yeah. the Falcons is as good as, uh, as, Freeman. as Freeman has been. Devontae's been a beast, but at the end of the day, uh, he's not a power back. I mean, I know he runs violently, yeah. but he's not the guy that's necessarily going to get you those, you know, two tough yards when you absolutely need him. That's, that's, that's still a problem with the Falcons this year. Yeah. Tevin Coleman, great back, does get hurt a bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you could get a beast, a guy that's really a, a, a what do you want to call him, a bell cow back? Yeah. Might be. Well, well, I thought the Wyoming guy they got last year, what's his name? Uh, uh, the, the one that got waved. Uh, Hill. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be that dude, but uh, he just no, he just didn't work out. Well, what it was is that when you watch him in camp, he never seemed to be confident, mm-hmm. you know. So he never hit the hole the way he did when he was in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. He would, you know. Well, he ain't playing against Conference USA anymore, you know. So, you know. <laughs> I feel the shade being thrown, boys. That's the the shade being, <laughs> being thrown again by Miles. Uh, no, but at the end of the day. Um, yeah, he just they just said really it was a situation where he just never got comfortable yeah. at all. Um, and so you can say what you want about he doesn't run it against top quality competition. We've had other guys, you know, come from smaller conferences and do well. They said oh, it's yeah. just his the guy just ran kind of scary, man. I mean, and not scary in a good way. I mean, he mm-hmm. just didn't never seem to feel comfortable uh, in the offense. He never seemed to feel comfortable on how to hit the holes. And they say he was just hesitant. You know, in the NFL, especially playing with a Dan Quinn team, they expect you to punch that hole. Cleveland's still on the clock. Uh, countdown is now right around to two minutes. So uh, it's just interesting that uh, that they have not yet come on the pick. So it's leading me to believe there could be a trade uh, in the offing there. As Cleveland's still on the clock, just around two minutes left to go for the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. Again, uh, this is me, Minister Jonathan Simmons. We are broadcasting to you live from Atlanta. Or I should say just outside of Atlanta. 
uh, one of our favorite spots, the Holiday Inn and Suites, uh, located just outside of Atlanta, 20 minutes down the road. As we're up, the pick is in. Cleveland has put the pick in, and we're going to take a peek here as uh, we are waiting for Roger Goodell to make the announcement here. Cleveland has submitted the pick to Roger Goodell. And the question is, is the pick or is it a trade? That's what we're wondering right now. Is it a pick or is it a trade? As Cleveland gets ready, uh, the NFL draft. Who do you think that the, uh, the Browns should pick? You got a chance to chime in real quick, 347-326-9991, before the pick is actually in. Uh, who do you think the Browns should go with? I'm thinking, to me personally, Saquon Barkley and Bradley Chubb are the two guys. Uh, of course, my counterpart, Mr. Miles Tyson, says you've got to be out of your mind. He's Baker Mayfield is the guy. He has got the moxie. And he's got the confidence and the cockiness that Cleveland needs. want to give a big shout-out to Howie Bruce, who checked in with us here on Facebook Live. Shout-out to you, Howie. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody else who is watching the broadcast via Facebook Live, either live live or watch. Okay, here it is. Brown's making the first selection in the 2018 draft. Roger Goodell coming out like a rock star. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's he's clapping hands and slapping hands. That's how he does. Okay, here's the announcement here, Roger Goodell. And the first pick of the 2018 NFL draft is? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yes, sir. There it is. Miles T gets it straight. All right, let's – we had some crowd reaction over here. Let's take a look. We had some – we had some guys that seemed a little disgruntled back there. <laughs> <laughs> so we might uh, brag, grab a couple of those guys on. But Baker Mayfield shocks everyone. Uh, not shocking to me. Well, I should want to say shock everyone. I mean, basically turned around. A lot of people were saying that, you know, he was a guy that would go, like, in the lower part of the draft, maybe five, six, or maybe even lower. But he has shocked the world as he is the number one overall pick in the 2018 NFL draft. So now who's the next pick for Cleveland? What, in the next pick for Cleveland? I think they should either go if Saquon Barkley's there, we got to go there. Which, yeah, mm-hmm. so I go with I'll go with Bradley Chubb. Okay, you got Miles Garrett last year in yep. the draft. Okay, you get another you get another defensive end over there, yes. which yes. both of them are noted to take some plays off. They're not they don't run their full motor all the time. They wow. have they, that was their scouting report. That's what they said. It they is. don't they don't show it. So, but for talent wise, yeah, they definitely would be a good. Good impact on the team for his two young guys on the outside rushing in. Well, uh, but there it is. Uh, first overall pick in the 2018 draft. Baker Mayfield. Guys got great stats. I mean, you know, overall 33 and six as a starter for Oklahoma. The guy completed 71 percent of his passes mm-hmm. as a quarterback. He's very, very accurate, and he is especially accurate on the run, mm-hmm. as we saw against Georgia in the Rose Bowl and many, many teams uh, throughout the year. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think that was really his. I don't want to say his coming and out a walk on and on top of that. Right. Yeah. Originally uh, went to another school. I'm trying to Texas think. I think Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Texas Tech stacked with quarterbacks at the time. Left, went to Oklahoma, and said, "I will make the team." Matter of fact, there's a clip now of him in the Rose Bowl against the University of Georgia. And I think that opened up everybody's eyes and silenced a lot of critics like Miles and other people who felt that uh, <laughs> that Baker had not played against quote-unquote SEC caliber competition. But uh, he ran and passed uh, Oklahoma to a big lead that unfortunately surrendered in the second half. But he did what he had to do for those first three quarters, lighting up Georgia both on the ground and via the air. So I think that really was a big, uh, a big eye-opener for people to let them know that, hey, man, this guy can play against – the very best in the country. So, again, Baker Bayfield goes number one to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you can give us a call. Tell us your thoughts, 347-326-9991. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show as we are here at our own private 
I like to call it private, draft party here at the Holiday Inn and Suites located just outside of Stockbridge, uh, Georgia. I mean, she was just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, in Stockbridge. All right, number two, uh, the Giants are up on the clock next. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Giants had to run a game in like since the last time they won the Super Bowl. It, and it wasn't – They ran by committee. They really didn't yeah, have they, they, yeah. back. So, so yeah. yeah, Barkley's going to be huge for the Giants. Um, mm-hmm. Again, a cold-weather team. He should be a perfect fit for them. And uh, Penn State, yeah. Yep, yep. Should be a perfect fit. So, the Giants up now on the clock uh, as Cleveland has selected Baker Mayfield as the number one pick in the NFL draft. I want to try to see if I can get maybe a couple of these guys or at least one of them uh, from over at the bar there because somebody's really kind of, oh, kind of <laughs> groaned and moaned. So, uh, see if we can get one of those guys over here to uh, talk with us about what they think about Baker Mayfield being drafted uh, number one overall to the Cleveland uh, Browns to see if we can get any of those guys. You want to see if we can grab one of those fellas and <clears throat> tell them come on in and they want to chime in and talk to us a little bit. Hey guys, uh, if you were in the area, oh, uh, we we almost had my, my man almost went down. So <laughs> not good. But listen, guys, if you're in the area, you can uh, come on by again with the Holiday Inn in Stockbridge, 638 Highway 138. Uh, it's located right off of I-75 uh, in Stockbridge, Georgia, and uh, you can come and uh, check us out right here because again we are here live on the scene. So uh, come on in. We're going to get one of the guys from the bar here to kind of chime in and uh, talk to us. I heard a lot of moans and groans. Everybody looks a little nervous over there, so uh, we're not sure we can get drag one of the guys on. We're going to try to see if we can get somebody here from the bar to kind of talk to us about uh, who they thought about, uh, what they thought about the Cleveland Browns. I think everybody's going to wait till later on in the draft. I think we scared them off, Miles. We said wait for a couple more picks. A couple more picks. Okay, we're going to get a couple more picks in the, in the box there, and then we'll, we'll bring some people from here on the scene to join us. Again, if you're in the area, you can check us out. Come on down. Uh, we're, we're located at 638 Highway 138 in uh, Stockbridge, Georgia. All right, like I said, Giants are on the clock now. Giants look like their selection might be in. It's probably pretty obvious. It's like I'm going to Saquon Barkley probably wasting no time with that. Yeah. Commissioner Roger Goodell is up on the podium, and the Giants are picking Saquon Barkley, of course. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna be a big time star in New York. But he's got a great personality. Uh, he's a very very likable young man. So I think <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think that's gonna be huge for Eli. You know, oh, giving him a running game. Uh, I think hopefully what this will do is make uh, OBJ understand that the Giants are now gonna have an offense that he can, you know, be running free again. Because the yeah, actual yeah. fake man is gonna be serious now having a guy yeah. like this that you can fake the handoff to. So again, the Giants. Number two pick, surprising nobody grabbing Saquon Barkley. So one, two, Mayfield, Barkley go one and two. It's kind of predictable, right? Kind of now. predictable, yes, it is. Um, so far, everything is going the way everybody thought it would go. Uh, so far, so good. I'm going to try to see if I can, uh, while we're waiting here, get everything plugged in here. All right, Miles, all right. Uh, Barkley, what do you think? Um, number one pick, number two picks is, is uh, first of all, just tell us real quick because I get everything set up. Do you think a running back? Knowing how things are going in the NFL, should be a number number one or number two pick. Uh, most definitely with Saquon Barkley because he's he's a pass. He can he can make the catch out the uh, backfield. He can run. He can do it all. I mean, he can block. I mean, he can run kickoff returns. Uh, he can do it all. So he's definitely that kind of talent that can take you to that next level and something that the Giants have been missing in their uh, repertoire with their. They always had receivers and tight ends and everything, but they just didn't have no running game to balance it out. 
and Saquon Barkley will definitely definitely make that difference in um uh at the position uh at the running back position and uh coming in immediately making an impact on on, on that level and I definitely think that's the right pick that they should have made and that's good especially with old OBJ still there you got Sterling Shepard uh the receiver you got um I can't think of that tight end that just came out of um Ole Miss a couple of years ago uh, they got speed like he runs a four or five forty at six foot four at a tight end position for them. So he they definitely got the weapons on the outside to balance it out with this running game with uh you know what Barkley's going to bring. Right, no doubt, man. I mean, uh, you you look at them now; they look like they really could once again have a uh, balanced attack and uh, really could add some years on to Eli's career because you know yeah. as you get older, man. You know you, you're getting banged around with all those drop backs that their offensive line has been a little suspect. Uh, so the fact that they now have a guy that can really take the pressure off him and run that ball. And again, going back to the same thing, guys, is a cold weather team. And this is the type of stuff that you need when you have a cold weather team. You need to be able to pound and ground that ball and to be able to uh, be in a position where you can control the clock. And Eli, I think, can do all of that, um, you know, especially now having a guy who could be, you know, if everything pans out, really could be one of the top backs. But while Evan Engram, uh, the tight end of Mississippi, Ingram, yep, yep, the outstanding 6'3", 236, uh, had an outstanding year last year for the Giants, and we look for him now to, again, be part of this this new energized offense as they now bring uh, Barkley, OBJ, and – NFC, uh, look out, man. Cause right. I'm, I'm, right now, it's, it's Philly and New York Giants right now in my book. You now, know, right now, if you just – Going straight up, looking at it, Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins just switched spots. They, they they didn't get no better. They just actually like stayed the same. So, you know, I, the, the top two spots right now: Dallas, I mean, uh, New York and uh, Philly. But you, the other thing too is the wild card. Remember that uh, Des Bryant talked about the fact that he wanted to stay in the East. So you got to think in your mind that uh, there's a possibility that you know we, we, I don't know if he would go to the Eagles, but certainly the Giants now a possibility. Okay, Jets are on the clock. The Jets looking at number three pick. Now, I'm going to tell you something. To me, this is one of the dumbest teams of all time. <laughs> okay, the Jets traded uh, The Jets traded up from number six uh, to get the number three spot. They traded four draft picks, including, obviously, their own number six pick, two second-round picks, and, um, and a third-round pick. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, what are you expecting to get here at three that you necessarily wouldn't get at six? I mean, I'm just uh, kind of baffled. Sam Darnold and Jay, what's his name? Uh, Josh. Josh uh, Rosen. Josh I mean, Rosen. So, and uh, the guy, Josh Allen. Uh, you know, I, Josh Allen, I mean, I, I understand the talent he shows with his arm and even the run, throwing it on the run, but he is one. He has one touchdown and eight interceptions against a Power 5 conference, three teams that he played. One touchdown, eight interceptions, Minister. That's and then you got the controversy of him saying that stuff as a teenager, which is not a big deal to me. Right. But you got all that. I mean, one touchdown, eight interceptions against power five conferences that you played. There's only three teams that might not even mount up to the even the talent that's even just services the NFL. So you're doing this on that level. So you, you have to be proven. And he, he's a little slightly injury prone at, uh, at Wyoming. So, I, I see why he dropped, but I don't know if that situation with him as a, you know, the high school thing, uh, you know, discouraged stuff and made a difference. But 
just the stats along with that, one touchdown, eight interceptions, it's Power Five conference. I, I'm not impressed. I know you're always all. excited about that. What I tell you is very, very interesting is that um, I'll give you an interesting sidebar here um, about uh, the Jets pick, and we'll see who they're picking right now. If interesting, if Josh Rosen was to be uh, picked um, by the New York Jets, it would create something kind of interesting, an interesting sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Rosen would be one of the handful of Jewish players mm-hmm. who play in the NFL. And obviously New York has a huge Jewish population, so I'd just be interested to see kind of the response you know, having, you know, a Jewish quarterback playing as playing at the quarterback position in New York. Uh, I just think it's going to be an interesting sidebar there. He would be, um, if he is, in fact, uh, picked in the top five, uh, he would be, I believe, the first uh, quarterback of Jewish descent to be picked in the draft since Sid Luckman back in 1939 was picked number two overall for the Chicago Bears. Of course, Sid Luckman is a Hall of Famer. He had a great career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be interesting, but it's amazing how, Almost 80 years have elapsed <laughs> since we've had a, uh, a Jewish-American quarterback. All right, Jets' selection is in. Let's see if they are, in fact, going to bring Josh Rosen into the camp of the New York Jets. And like I said, again, I if they so, have Darnold. And they might, too. Let's see what they got. Okay. They, yep. They're picking Sam Darnold of USC, a guy that was <laughs> – a guy that was actually expected to be um, possibly number one pick to Cleveland, but he comes to New York. And, and what a lot of people talked about with him is that he's a, a cool customer. He's a guy that uh, very much like Eli Manning doesn't get rattled, doesn't get shaken too much uh, by what's going on. So uh, that's it. Well, look, guys, you know how we like to do it here at the, at the uh, Real Talk Sports Show, and we're live on location. We like to always try to see if we can grab somebody from the uh, Burger Theory Bar and Grill. And uh, I heard a lot of moans and groans and shouts <laughs> from the bar area. So we said, we're going to bring one of the gentlemen over. He's going to introduce himself to you and uh, tell me what he thinks so far about the first three picks in the NFL draft. Go ahead, young man. The floor is yours. Yeah. Hi, I'm, I'm Heath Kluba from uh, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, actually. And um, looking at the, the first three picks now, um, not real sure what Cleveland was thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought for sure they they take the running back, but um, they took the quarterback. Um, looks like they maybe Chubb's going to fall to the fourth position, and maybe they're going to pick him there. But um, yeah, it, it, you never know what Cleveland's going to do. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, what I what I told my guy before here was to me just on GP. I would I would just they picked so many quarterbacks. I just wouldn't have picked another one. I mean, I just and here's the thing because in my mind, okay, you you pick up. And I guess Cleveland's saying, okay, we had a game plan in mind. We're picking up a guy, a mobile quarterback in uh, Baker Mayfield. We bring in a mobile quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. So either Tyrod can back him up or uh, Tyrod can start the season off and Baker can come in behind him. But basically we don't have to really modify our offense too much because both guys are pretty mobile. Yeah. So I guess that's the thinking there. But to me, I'm still thinking. Barkley, 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 right? right? Look, you're in a cold, listen, you're just like the Giants. You're in a cold-weather city, Okay. You, you, if you bring in Bradley Chubb, you now have a defense that could be pretty formidable. It was pretty good last year, passing improved. Okay, so now you have a situation where you've got two bookends on either side. You've got a running back in control of the clock. And, oh, by the way, with Tyrod Taylor, you've got a guy that may not be the most accurate passer, but he can extend plays and move the ball down the field by making the right plays on third down, picking up maybe some first downs with his legs. So, to me, uh, I don't get him. Plus, I think you could have picked up a quarterback maybe later on in the draft. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You're going to see some trades here, I think, that are coming up. Maybe 
selection nine, ten, and eleven, where you could have picked up maybe. Where's Rosen going? Right. I mean, I mean you could have. I mean, you could just okay. You could have picked a quarterback, but it's not of the talent of Baker Mayfield. I mean, you got to think about what Baker. Mayfield, are y'all? Are y'all? I mean, not realizing what this young man. No, does? I, I like the guy. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, mean, I like I, him. I'm, I'm just trying to. Dis- I mean, no better everything he did on this level of college football. He's a walk-on, went on, won the Heisman Trophy at the, uh, probably one of one of the top ten prestigious schools in the uh, uh, in the country. Uh, I, I don't know about the conference, but uh, I'm just saying, for the school oh, and the tradition, go. they are a, a powerhouse. And he has went in there and did what he was supposed to do, and he's well-deserved of the number one. I, they were my top two picks. Uh, I mean, top two quarterbacks in there anyway, Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. Those are my top two quarterbacks out of the five. Anyway, so but so what is your who do you think they should have had to grab besides Barkley? Do you think uh, maybe Chubb or defense? Uh, what do you think? If they get Chubb here at number four, and I'm, I'm kind of watching. Get you close if, if they get Chubb here at number four, I'm thinking this is this is great for them. Yeah, so, so there's no question, draft. right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, as much as as much as I would have preferred. For them to get Saquon Barkley, I'm not trying to make it sound like you know Baker Mayfield's chopped liver now. Okay, I'm not trying to say that you know. <laughs> now running back you can get later on. Huh? <laughs> running back you can get later on. Yeah, easy, but not, not, nothing like Barkley. Like yeah, Barkley, yeah, definitely. Right, he's he, he, he special talent. Yeah. So let me switch this around a little bit for you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, Living up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, I'm not a big Packer fan. I love my Seahawks. Okay. What are you guys thinking the Packers are going to do here? Well, everybody's talking a lot about uh, them trying to get a defensive back. So there's some rumblings about the young man out of Ohio State mm-hmm. that might be a, a potential pick. Some of the pro guys said that he's really probably a top five guy, but a lot of people don't like it because of the fact that his height, he's only 5'10". But I can, I can assure you that height doesn't mean anything if you've got heart and you've got leaping ability because we had a guy right here who, before he got injured, uh, was really uh, quite, the, quite the defensive back. Matter of fact, later went on later and be a all-pro, and that's Brent Grimes. Mm-hmm. So Brent Grimes was only about five foot nine, but he could jump through the moon, mm-hmm. and he was a great, great cover guy. He had the ability to close on the ball very, very quickly. So, again, uh, I think that's what Green Bay is going to be looking for, a defensive back, if not a defensive back, possibly uh, some, you know, maybe somebody off the pass rush to get them some edge because uh, the Clay Matthews is uh, – Believe it or not, he's getting up there now. Yeah, he is. He yep. is. And everybody's talking about him possibly being let go this year. Wow. Yeah. After this year? After well, this... before this year. Oh, wow. Well, okay. They're looking for some cal- uh, salary cap. Okay. Right. right. And that, that's that's why everybody's making moves like that. Well, Cleveland is still on the clock. Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing. Uh, they took their time they're gonna with the first They're going to trade it. They're going to trade it. But uh, there could be. We thought they were going to trade them one because they got all the way down to a minute 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, we saw that too, so, right? We're not sure, but here we go. Um, Cleveland is still. Well, they also the mentioned. Uh, what about the What about the Falcons? Hometown Falcons. Talk to me, boys. They, they're looking at this one guy out of uh, Florida. What's his name? Um, the defensive tackle out of Florida. Uh, I had his name on here a while ago. Uh, Tavion Bryan. Yep. Defensive tackle out of Florida. Yep. Um, um, Coach Quinn has a way of uh, picking guys that. The, okay, the pick is in for Cleveland. Here, let's see what we got. Cleveland number four pick is in. Bradley Chubb. And I, I would think with Bradley Chubb, which should be a no-brainer. Trade. <laughs> Cleveland is coming in. Pick <laughs> is in. So we're going to see in just a minute. Again, guys, if you want to call us up with your opinion on how the draft has gone so far, our telephone number is 347-326-9991. If you call, then we miss your call. 
Call us back, 347-326-9991. Cleveland is, uh, I don't know what's taking, you said the pick is in, so I guess Roger Goodell fell asleep. I'm not quite sure, because, I mean, you know, he's, he's probably too busy high-fiving people, because yeah. he was doing a lot of that when he came out last year. Yeah, night, he, so, uh, I mean, he just got that new deal, too, so he, he is feeling like a lot. Probably about, 30, what, about $33 million or $34 oh, million right, a year, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's, he's making rock star money. <laughs> so we'll see what we got here. Well, again, here's the thing. There's no question that this draft is going to change this franchise. Um, there is no question in my mind that uh, if, in fact, both of these two players pan out, you know, Cleveland can go from, you know, zero to 100 overnight. They could go to basically a team that didn't win a game to the playoffs. All right, here's the pick is in. Brown's making a selection here, and everybody pretty much is thinking it's Bradley Chubb, unless they have made some type of trade, but we don't think so. Uh, we're pretty sure here Goodell is up at the rostrum and the Browns pick to see what they got. Looks like an obvious move. The fourth pick is in. Oh, hey, they went to the guy you were just talking about. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cleveland for you. Not a bad wow. pick. Not a bad pick, but well, guys, you, heard me, just, you heard me just say that this guy it was a considered to be a top five pick by a lot of people. If he had been two inches taller, uh, first team All American, ran a four three two yep. forty. Yep. I mean, you uh-huh. can't you, you can't coast speed. So uh, they could have got him by trading down mm-hmm. maybe yeah. 10, 11, 12. Well, wow. this is a huge shocker. Yeah, um, and this is going well. This is what this is what this is what Cleveland uh, does. Uh, so this guy here, only thing I can say about him, he better be uh, the same type of player and more than what we got here when we drafted Connor Reeve at 17 mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. He's going to have to be that player and more. A guy that's either an All Pro immediately or knocking on the door being an All Pro. He's got to be a game changer because when you draft in the top five, that can't be a guy that's just a just a plain old starter. Yeah, he has to come in and right. Uh, he has to be an impact guy immediately, right, right away. Starter right. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we wow. got our, we got once again. Cleveland's providers all the fireworks right off the rip. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield at one, and Denzel Ward at four. Um, hmm. I, I give it a right now. I give it about a B minus right now. You know what they done. They did. I, I, I am happy with the Baker Mayfield pick. I, I, I'm happy with that. I, I can deal with that, especially with Tyrod Taylor in front of him to maybe sit out a year or even a half a year, whatever. Which, um, but this guy right here um, was a ward from my house. That's no ward. Yep. Four three two forty. I mean, you, you, that speed you can't coach. I mean, that's you, he can play several positions. He might can do punt return, kick return. He might can do some, a whole bunch of stuff with that type of speed, dynamic speed, but. Um, well, here's the one thing. Here's how he will earn his money, <laughs> and we're going to find out if he can earn his money right away. Uh, he, to me, he would be a good pick if he can neutralize one man because they have to play him twice. Antonio Brown. Yes, sir. Yeah. If he can, if he can neutralize Antonio Brown, and he was worth the first round pick, or mm-hmm. a first round pick at number four position. Mm-hmm. I say neutralize. I'm not talking about saying holding a no catcher, two catcher, but I mean if you can hold him to under 100 yards keep him the four or five catches in the game, then I think he's worth all the money. How tall is he? 5'11", you think? Antonio yeah. Brown, yep, about 5'11". But, again, jumps to the moon, and the guy is just an unbelievable uh, receiver in terms of his ability to get open and to make plays. So, <clears throat> well, he got a good start off they, with a 4-3-2 speed. They just so. drafted somebody last year. At corner? No, they uh, they got a defense in last year in the first round. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. Takes okay. that in. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. That's what we thought we was going to go on the other side, maybe get that defensive line straight out. Right, so now the yeah. big question is who gets Bradley Chubb now? Mm-hmm. Who's yes. next to the line? Who well, is the, who is the fifth? The pick? number five pick you have, because uh, Colts are at six, Denver's at five. Wow. And, but Denver says they want a quarterback. Denver wants a quarterback, no right. doubt about it. Yeah. So now who goes to Denver? Is it, is it Josh just, Rosen? Didn't they get somebody yes. in free agency? Or is it Allen? Hmm? Rosen. I thought they got somebody in free agency. They didn't get no quarterback in free agency? No. Okay. No, Denver made it plain. Absolutely, they want a quarterback in that pick. So, so Peyton. So they just gave up on Peyton. Passed the Lynch last year. They just, well, I mean, you know, it's just he once he got injured, and when he came back, I guess he just didn't give them what they were looking for. And everybody's saying it's just the thing that, that that I'm amazed about with these particular quarterbacks. Everybody's talking about these guys the way we talked about that quarterback uh, class. I guess it was 2011 or 2012 when you had, you know, Andrew Luck and you had uh, uh, RG3. All come out, and so I mean, Ryan Leaf? you know, was Ryan well, Leaf in that. No, court? Ryan Leaf. That's uh, okay. that's okay. going way back. But can I tell you something? <laughs> when I when I see Allen, that's what I actually think about. I think about Ryan Leaf more than than Brett Favre, to be honest with you, because just his attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, he just looked like a surly guy. Even in interviews, talking about how he was passed over, and it's and again, now sometimes the chip on your shoulder, as we saw with Tom Brady, can be a beautiful thing. But Aaron Rodgers, guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. No, that's right. just not sure. Especially coming from Wyoming, when you ain't really played real competition, you just it's, – it's very doubtful. He got all the ball skills and the throwing skills and everything and the footwork. But just playing with that against that lack of talent, I'm not saying there's lack of talent, but it is. Well, should it, be taking shots. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to – is it coming out that way? <laughs> any confidence out the SEC, you well, you did a bunch of bums. So. Well, the outside the power of high conference. Wow. That's what I'm okay. saying. All right, where is pick is in for Denver. Yeah. See. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm a Big Ten guy. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all shouldn't even belong in the power five. I'm going to leave that alone. Wow. I'm going to leave that alone. More shots from Miles. Okay, let's see. The big, big pretend. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> I can't believe it. this. This is what I, I can't. I can't get. You're taking shots at the Big Ten. You are aware that uh, that Ohio State did win the national title just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, I am. And you are aware that they, they beat. They pull it out every once every. And you are aware they beat Alabama. And you are aware that Ezekiel rushed forward 200 yards in that game, right? I, I do. And I, you are aware that they were down 21 to six against the born Alabama defense. That's that, all I'm gonna say about that. I'm from Wisconsin. Go Badgers, baby. Right. Yeah. Oh, they. Can I tell you that was probably my biggest disappointment last year. Because I really, really thought that Wisconsin. Well, first of all, had they won the Big Ten title, they would have. They would have been in that in that Final Four. Yes, they would have. You can shake your head all you want, but they would have been. It would have been a blowout. Wow. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have done nothing. No disrespect, though. No disrespect. None <laughs> taken. Here's my wallet. We can bet on. <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't have got blown out. I mean, they might have lost, but I don't think they got blown out. I think they had a no, good defensive they, team. The defense. All right. Let's see the, the Broncos problem? pick. Let's see what quarterback they have selected unless they go for the best athlete available, and they grab Bradley Joe, which I don't think. But let's see. Here we go. At the number five pick, the Denver Broncos select. Uh-oh. Drum roll, please. Roger, come on. You're giving us too long, buddy. Come on, let's go. Let's get it. Okay, 2018, number five pick. You're draining it out, brother. What is the problem? <laughs> Putzing around out there, man. This, this, we don't need no filling time. Let's get to the pick. Let's go. Okay, they got to do a little thing for St. Jude's. I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize what they were doing. I thought they was just up there. <laughs> the time. I'm like, hey, man, let's go with the pick. But okay, we appreciate that. And, and they do do a lot for St. Jude's, and that's very, very appreciative that they do that. So again, uh, kudos to the NFL 
for doing that. And as soon as the Broncos go with their selection, we're going to take a little commercial break, and then we'll be back. But first, we're going to hang on and see who the Broncos select at number five. What are we thinking here? Rosen? I'm thinking the quarter. I'm thinking the kid out of Wyoming. I'm thinking Rosen. No, no, that Rosen took, the, job. took the best athlete Where? available, baby. That's how you okay. do it. Okay. Wow. Yep. So they're taking defense. So what are they? Oh, I don't no, know about that. You know what they do is they took the best athlete available. Mm-hmm. Because No, because there's no question that Bradley Chubb is a better athlete than uh, than either of the quarterbacks left on the board, except for maybe uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. But as far as an athlete, he's a guy. So now you you got a, you got him on one side and Bob, Bob Miller, Miller on yeah. the other side. Oh, sookie, sookie See, now. and that's what I thought Cleveland was going to do. Mm-hmm. With Miles Garrett, yeah, I, that's what we thought. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah, we thought that too. But uh, that's still not solving the problem, though. I mean – they well, they got a quarterback issue though. They they definitely got a quarterback issue. But I guess they're thinking the same thing. I guess they're saying to themselves either we can pick up a quarterback in the later rounds or Lamar Jackson. We can Lamar Jackson. Are they thinking about Lamar Jackson? Well, I don't know. You guys ever hear of Russell Wilson taking in the third round from a? Oh well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he, he's a pretty good quarterback right, right. now. Right. So they they're they're there. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, so uh, there's no question, man, that they've taken the best athlete available. Bradley Chubb off the board at five, and now this thing continues to get kind of interesting here yeah, as uh, everybody starts to drop down the line. So these are definitely unexpected uh, situation here in this NFL draft. Let's log on to Facebook the Georgia guy. and okay. uh, and see who we have joining us here on Facebook Live. Let's take a peek here on the page and give a shout out to who has joined us here on Facebook Live as we're here broadcasting from our favorite spot, the Holiday Inn in Stockbridge. Big shout out to Mr. Booker, Gary Booker, that's my partner in crime there. For those of you who don't know, we are partnered together, Phoenix uh, Group and Christian Media Enterprises. We have partnered together to form a new production company. We'll be located right on the other side of WIGO. So if you have a play, if you have a TV show, if you want to do some live stream video, let us know. We are all set up here to help you out, and uh, we will take good care of you here. Again, we're broadcasting right on the uh, Let's see what we got for a pick here for the Colts, number six. That quick already? Okay. Yep. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now that would be that would be interesting because if they pick a quarterback, that's telling you that uh, that uh, Andrew Luck is um is not going to be coming back anytime soon. That's I think they're going running back. Frank Gore is getting old. I think he's gonna, they're going to go with a, a running back. Who are you going to pick at six? I mean, that's awful high for – I mean, who are you grabbing here at six? Michelle? Tassana Michelle? No, you're not going to draft him that high. You, he's, he's, a, he's a receiver, running back, and a running back. They're talking about line, You know, because you're going to have a banged-up quarterback coming back, so they're talking about maybe the kid from out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. They picked him as high as potentially two, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Because, again, at this point now, I think everybody's going to start to pick what they consider to be the best athlete available. And so, if you, again, if you got a, if you got a guy that you think can be an anchor on that offensive line, we know, man, it's trenches that makes it, makes it happen, brother. It's yeah. all about the well, well, they did say that they they are lacking off of the line in in, in this. So, uh, so Quentin Nelson might be our man. Yes, sir. Speaking of offensive line, that's who I'm thinking the Falcons might be able to grab. You know, coming up the roster from there out of Georgia, Isaiah Wynn uh, from the offensive line position did outstanding in the in the All Star games and postseason, and I think he would be a great guy to bring in uh, for the Falcons because they do need help. But Colts pick is in at number six. Some people saying Quentin Nelson. Um, Miles going on a limb taking a running back. I'm not sure you would pick this high now that uh, now that uh, uh, Barkley is gone. Yeah, I think that uh, 
Michelle or Gwaisi, those guys would be that'd be a stretch here at, yeah. at number six. So look for the, the big lineman out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson to be the pick. And the Colts are about to bring their selection in right now. Again, you're listening to us as we have our own, like I say, private draft party here at the Holiday Inn and Suites here located just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Colts selection is Roger Goodell in the rostrum. Sixth pick of the draft is the young man out of Notre Dame. As predicted, the big guard, Quentin Nelson. This guy is a road grader personified. Uh, this guy doesn't give up sacks, uh, and he helps teams matriculate the ball down the field. No doubt about it. So uh, Quentin Nelson with the Colts. I know Andrew Luck is uh, very happy about that, getting some additional offensive line help. And uh, certainly, you know, you need to run the ball. Frank Gore is obviously long in the tooth, but when you've got a big guy pulling in front, they might be able to squeeze him one more year. One more year out of him. Yeah. He, one of the, he had an excellent, excellent year last year, so who mm-hmm. knows? He might have a little bit left in the tank. All right, Buccaneers are up at number seven, followed by the Bears at eight, 49ers, Raiders. Look for uh, Irwin James. Uh, look for Derwin James. Also look somewhere in these next four picks to – a guy that played right up the road from us. Look for Rokon Smith to go to one of these teams here in the draft. All right, guys, we're going to take a little quick break here. To listen to the Real Talk Sports Show as we broadcast to you from the Holiday Inn and Suites located right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Keep it locked. We will be back with more. Yeah. All right, guys, um, we appreciate you. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the C-Room Multiplex. The C-Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the C-Room. Specializing in the following areas, CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the C-Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating packages. For more information, call us, 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's c-roomatlanta.com. The C-Room is Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The C-Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Mention this ad for special pricing. This is Minister Jonathan Simmons, host of the Real Talk Sports Show. Do you like the positive sports stories you've been hearing? Well, partner with us to help keep the good news of sports on the air. We have great audio, video, and internet advertising packages available to promote any size business or event. Contact me directly at 678-410-9833 or send me an email. Sales at realtalksports.net. We'd love to partner with you to keep the good news in sports on the air. All right, guys, we are back here. Uh, you're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show as we broadcast to you again from uh, the studios. This is our mobile studio, we call it here. Our mobile studios here. We're out here at the Holiday Inn and Suites. And I'm here, of course, with my uh, partner in crime, Mr. Miles T. in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, bro, has this thing been shooken up or what? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, that Bradley Chubb pick was definitely uh, surprising. Uh, I didn't see Denver picking another defensive lineman because their defense has been pretty stout these last couple of years. Right. And, um, but, I mean, 
it makes it can make some sense when you really look at it. Another pass rush on the other side of um, uh, Von Miller uh, with Demarius, Demarcus Ware gone. Is, oh, Demarcus Ware, he's, he's gone, right? He's not there no more. Gone. He's on NFL yeah. Network, sir. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. Cause they when them two were t- together, that's when they won that Super Bowl. On both ends. Well, I tell you, man, it should be uh, some great stuff uh, to check them out. And, again, we appreciate everybody that has watched the show here on Facebook Live. We'll be making some transitions as time goes on to improve the broadcast. We're going to have some more guests in there for you as well. So uh, it uh, is uh, great stuff, man. So, again, check us out, uh, realtalksports.net. You can go through. Oh, it looks like there has been a trade. The Bills now are picking at number seven. They have grabbed the pick from the Buccaneers. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Looks like the Bills are going to grab themselves a quarterback for sure. Josh Rosen. Yep. Oh, you know what? No, I think they might take they might take uh, Allen from out of Wyoming because he kind of reminds them of Jim Kelly, big mm-hmm. guy, tough guy, kind mm-hmm. of a little braggadocious there. So uh, it's definitely yeah. a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's Josh Rosen or Kelly? Uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Allen. Yep. Yeah, I think that Josh Allen's going to be the guy. I think that he is, uh, like I said, again, cutting the mold of Jim Kelly, big guy. Big rocket arm. You know, Jim Kelly had a big arm when he was uh, out of Miami. And so I uh, look for Allen to be there. Now, it's interesting because, you know, um, listen to that guy's NFL analyst. They talked about the fact that he's going to have to, like Brett Favre had to do. People forget that Brett Favre in his early years, he used to throw the ball so hard that the coaches would tell him, hey, man, you got to take something off the ball. Michael Vick had that same problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was listening to, um, uh, like I said, one of the guys from NFL Network, and they were talking about Ryan Mallett. And mm-hmm. um, and they were saying, hey, man, I just um, – I wouldn't even go into the practice lane when he was there because he threw the ball so hard. He took a five-yard out, and you're concentrating so hard on trying to catch the ball. <laughs> he said, man, you can't be aware of linebackers, safety guys trying to take your head off. So he said, no, nah, man. Um, he said, I just kind of – I kind of chilled out and, um, <laughs> you know, when that guy was there. But that, that's – I think Josh Allen's going to be the guy because, like I said, again, it reminds people of Jim Kelly, big guy, tough guy. Uh, and so I think that uh, he will be – the guy. So uh look for look for Josh Allen. Uh what's his name? That's uh I can't man why am I drawing a blank? Troy Aikman. No, no, not Troy Aikman, um the wide receiver from uh, Carolina for years. Um Steve Smith. Steve Smith, Senior. I'll make it right. Steve Smith Senior really doesn't like Josh Allen. <laughs> because he was the one on the NFL network said that he was like and he was comparing to Ryan Mallett. Said, Ryan Mallett, that guy is, is terrible. But he said, yeah, he just threw the ball too hard. But like I said, again, I think that Josh Allen's going to be the guy. I think he'd be a good fit in Buffalo. Coming from Wyoming, he's used to playing in a cold-weather climate. So um, we'll find out because they're about to announce a pick right now as the Bills have moved up to number seven to get themselves a quarterback. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now going to be drafting in the uh, – yep. As pick, Josh Allen. And trade up to get him, even after all the controversy today. Buddy, he's got a big arm. I mean, this is a guy that I was watching him during his pro days in Wyoming that was throwing the ball 80 yards in the air. Oh, definitely. Okay. This guy has got a gun. You get and you play up in in Buffalo in those cold winters. It gets windy. It gets blustery. This is a guy that can throw the ball hard enough to get through the wind. uh, And I think he's tough enough. Uh, to be able to withstand, and again, he is quarterback size. The NFL prototypical, six foot four, almost six foot five, just under two hundred forty pounds. Again, has big a guy. big guy with a big gun. Like I said, again, he has a huge arm. He starts immediately. Um, well, where's Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. You think he starts immediately? Yeah. I, I, well, I think I don't know. It, it's it's a situation where it's how quickly. Like, see, see how he throws the ball. I mean, he just throws the ball like a rock. It's going to be mm-hmm. how quickly. First of all, he can adapt to a professional style offense. Uh, I should say a professional style offense, a pro offense where you have to, you know, again make multiple reads. The other thing too is where touch is important because yeah. you know you have to put the ball when you're in the NFL. You have windows, mm-hmm. and it's not a matter of just you know like Brett Favre eventually learned how to do that. His arm strength could throw the ball into a window, mm-hmm. but what people forget is that Brett Favre not only is he one of the all-time leaders in touchdown passes, but he's the all-time leader in interceptions thrown. Mm-hmm. You know, because Brett would, because of his arm, he would throw the ball in spots that really you shouldn't. For, force a window open. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, he, he, yeah, because it wasn't a window, but he thought with his arm. And that's the thing that Josh Allen is going to have to learn how to deal with here in the NFL because the windows are much closer than they are in college. Mm-hmm. Your NFL Especially on the Wyoming level. Exactly. Well, go ahead. I'm just saying, man. I'm just someone, saying. Please, can someone get this guy <laughs> and give him some anti-SEC beverage or something here? Okay, please help him out. But, yeah, man, yeah, I just think that he is um, – they're comparing to Carson Wentz, which, you know, he has that look. Like I said, again, big arm, guy can throw the ball on the run. He's big. He's physical. And I just think that uh, he's the perfect fit for the Buffalo Bills. Perfect. I, I, I can agree with that. Yep. I can agree with that. Good pick. So now, as we see, we're going to continue to have a lot of things going on here as far as the NFL draft, as guys start to slide down. Uh, certainly with, uh, with Denzel Ward being picked all the way up at the number four spot by Cleveland, mm-hmm. that's going to open up some guys later on. That's going to change probably the way the Packers look to pick, look for them to try to get an edge rusher um, themselves instead of a cornerback. So it's going to get interesting here. And that should have possibly lead some possibilities for our Atlanta Falcons to possibly pick up a, uh, a, a guy that they want. Um, could be Deron Payne out of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he tackle. could be available. Defensive tackle, that's the guy they really want. Uh, Vita Vey most likely is going to be gone. Look for him to go somewhere in the next eight or nine picks. But either one of those guys, you could hear a trade with the Falcons moving up now to 14, 15, if they think they need to do that to get a Deron Payne or a Vita Vey. So uh, keep your eyes there. As usual, draft day is crazy. Uh, we're about to wrap up the broadcast here. We're shutting it down here at 9 o'clock because we want to enjoy the rest of the draft as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we appreciate all those of you who tuned in to listen to us here on the broadcast and watch us. I do want to try to give a shout-out. We did get a PSA, so I'm going to grab that information here before I get off the air so you guys can learn about that. Great stuff going on there as the, as a young lady and her church are looking to take the church to the streets. They have an event coming on here, and uh, we're going to get you a PSA on that in just a moment if we can. So we got uh, again some more some more breaking news here. Everybody's looking to see how fall Josh Rosen will fall. Now see what he doesn't know we can hear him on the air. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have you get on that mic, brother. Cause we can we can hear you anyway. So you might as well get on the mic. No, he's, you sure? Come on, sit on there. You want to get in? We got a few more minutes left. Yeah, we'll dial you up there. There you go. Right, before we do that, we want to give some shout outs here. Um, we want to give a shout out to a team that we have covered. Uh, really uh, in the last couple of years since they have been here. They've only been here two years, and they already have done something that no Atlanta Major League Sports team has done. They have won uh, their league championship. Of course, I'm talking about the Georgia Swarm. Big shout-out to them, and they have a big match that's coming up on Saturday. So if you guys can get out there, check them out, the Georgia Swarm. For more information, check them out at georgiaswarm.com. Real great guys up there. I want to give a big shout-out to the co-CEO, the guy who's been on our program, Andy Arlotta and all the good things they're doing uh, in the uh, world of pro lacrosse. So if you guys got a chance, check them out. 
They play on Saturday. Also, of course, Atlanta United plays as well. Check them out. Another team that is doing great things here in Atlanta. Uh, so, again, please, ma'am, please, sir, if you have an opportunity to do so, uh, please do, because I think that it will be something that you will uh, really enjoy. The Georgia Swarm, I'll get some information for you right now. Again, georgiaswarm.com. Indoor lacrosse, fast pace, a lot of fun. Uh, they will have a, uh, a actual concert that will be going afterwards. The Lifehouse will be rocking the hive as they take on the uh, Vancouver Stealth in the final regular season game of the season. It's a big fan appreciation night. And it starts at 7.05 on Saturday night, the Georgia Swarm. And uh, all right, uh, they, it looks like the Bears are up next. Um, the pick is in. I think that this pick is going to be from right up the road, and that's the Rokon Smith, the speedy linebacker. I think that he will be the pick for the Bears. I got to hear VJ's mouth on Tuesday. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Definitely hear him. Rokon Smith, look for him to be the pick for the Bears. Let's take a peek and see if I'm right at the number eight slot. Rokon Smith out of Georgia, I believe, is the pick. Fell right on their left. See, here we go. And everybody else is saying the same thing on the NFL Network. Eighth pick in the draft, the Bears take. No Come on, in. Georgia, baby. Brokaw <laughs> Smith. Good pick. Good yep, pick. Outstanding pick for the Bears. Uh, he is going to be a game changer, this young man. Very, very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is no nonsense. Uh, uh, old school look about him. Yes, sir. Plain James food. Yep. He just and, guys, I tell you, we're going to have a shoot up for you, hopefully, on, uh, on YouTube in the next couple of days. We're going to put up some interviews so you guys can kind of see why some of these guys were picked. We were fortunate enough to get some of these guys on tape at some award shows, so we'll have some stuff up on Baker Mayfield, some stuff up on Rokon Smith. Uh, also, we'll have some stuff on uh, uh, Scott Barkley as well. So we're going to have some big stuff. That, uh, so check us out on our YouTube page, Real Talk Sports TV, and we'll be up there in the next couple of days as we let you take a look at some of the guys and why some of these teams – uh, made the move to draft these young men in the top ten picks in the NFL draft. Again, well, Minnesota Gaston got a scenario over here where he thinks it's going to fall out on Milwaukee, uh, the uh, the Green Bay Packers lap. So, go ahead, sir. What do you think about to happen? Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you said something with Josh Rosen. What did you say about him coming, falling down to Green Bay, sitting behind? Uh, yeah, him? I mean, uh. you look at who's coming <laughs> up next. I mean, Rosen's going to be. Rosen could potentially be. There you go. You'll get your, get to the mic is central. There you go, right in the front. Sorry about that. Um, look at who the teams are coming up, but Rosen could fall all the way back down to um, to the pack at um, at their next at their first pick, and I just wonder what they're going to do with it. Well, it's very interesting. You look at who's coming up next. Nobody else really needs a quarterback. Uh, I don't know about that. There's a lot of teams in the NFL need a quarterback. Well, I, I agree with that. <laughs> yes. We got some trades coming up, but I was yeah. I was actually just sitting down eating some dinner and looked at that, and I'm like, wow, what would the Packers ever do? Would they, would, would they pick that or not? Well, I'll tell you what's kind of bizarre about that thing you just mentioned, that, in fact, the NFL Network had an interesting kind of little mini documentary where uh, Josh Rosen had a sit-down with Aaron Rodgers, and uh, they talked about what it, you know, what it means to be in a draft, what it means to sit behind a star quarterback, and uh, what that could mean. So uh, he, he kind of got the Aaron Rodgers uh, arrogance to him. He got that a little bit. You you're, you're, you're a smart man. I read it this morning on the plane on the way down. I get it, and that's why I, I kind of <laughs> said the same thing. I just don't. I can't see Green Bay going with a quarterback here in the first round. Yeah. I just can't see it. Yeah, like so. Yeah, any of these guys, if they drop down, 
uh, that will be it. Well, before we get back to the draft information, again, the 49ers are coming up here with pick number nine, and they should be ready here. We want to give a big shout-out uh, to a church that's having an event. It's called the Stop the Violence Campaign event. It's being held by the South Fulton Arrow Youth Council um, and the young men that were in the movie, The New Edition Story, and Zyla the Trendsetter will be roll and bouncing on skate night. It's going to be located again at Skate Town 5570 Old National Highway. Uh, if you guys are available, please, ma'am, please, sir, come and check those guys out. It should be a great time for all as uh, the young people try to get out and really try to move us away from some of this violent activity that's going on. So check them out. Uh, that will be, again, one more time. Skate night. It's only $15 to get in. It's April 28th, which is Saturday, 8 p.m. at Skate Town, 5570 Old National Highway in College Park, Georgia. So if you have some young people and you want to get them out and get them out of trouble, hopefully on a weekend night, uh, go on down to Old National Highway and check out Skate Town, and it should be a great event uh, for one and for all. Uh, I know we're talking heavy football tonight while we're on commercial. Uh, your Milwaukee Bucks are playing tonight. So, how are you feeling about their chances with Boston? All over, baby. <laughs> Bucks win, Bucks win. Well, Fear the deer, baby. <laughs> well, listen, Milwaukee has an outstanding team. Uh, certainly, uh, I was, I was, I wasn't quite sure when they let go of Jason Kidd because I thought he'd done such a good job. Yeah, I, I didn't of, of putting that, that team together. But the bottom line is, is that it's been proven both with Jason Kidd and previously with Mark Jackson that if you are a coach and you can, and to some degree with, with Coach Budenhauser here, if you somehow run afoul of the ownership group, uh, these younger guys who are guys of my age and younger, uh, they're just like, hey, dude, you know, you're out. I mean, we don't need you. Uh, we will put you out. We don't care what the team is doing. We don't care how good you are. That's it. And so, um, but, and again, just like in Mark Jackson case when he left Golden State, I mean, yes, he might have had a great hand in building that team, but the bottom line, Golden State has been to the NBA, NBA Finals three times, and they've won it twice. So, We're going to see another another coach in Milwaukee, in my opinion, real yeah. soon. I'll okay, no, say next year, actually. Yeah. 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 All right, 49ers are selecting. Let's see. Mike McGlinch, the other tackle, other big lineman out of Notre Dame. He, wow. he, this guy looks wow. like a lineman. Six seven three oh nine. Good. Big boy out of Notre Dame. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, Guy that really uh, they talked about the fact that this guy is like a pancake type blocker. Yeah. Can really kind of keep your your whoever's rushing against him off the quarterback. And this guy looks like a big old nasty tackle. Yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. Right, he just looks big and nasty mm. and ornery. <laughs> and that's the kind of guy you want uh, that's going to be protecting your quarterback. So Michael Lynchy, so both the uh, outstanding linemen of Notre Dame are gone in the top ten. Uh, kind of makes you wonder why that team couldn't do more last year. Man, I tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And now you realize why that Georgia win over them at Notre Dame was so big mm-hmm. because Georgia was able to uh, handle and really kind of put some pressure on Notre Dame's offense all game long. So that kind of was a, uh, a good indicator of just how good the Georgia Bulldogs going to be. All right, Mike McGlinchey, tackle out of Notre Dame, goes at number nine to San Francisco. So McClinchy's off the board, Quentin Nelson off the board, the two big linemen out of Notre Dame go at – Five and nine. Five and nine. Unbelievable. All right, guys, we want to give a quick PSA out here. Again, another uh, group trying to do something good in the community. Uh, this group here is called Just Schooling. Uh, they're asking you to participate in the Breaking the Curses annual basketball tournament, City Initiative, hosted along with the City of Atlanta. 
The mayor's office is backing this. That's their office of uh, of partnership. And so the event will be hosted at the historical West End Howell Park. Uh, it's a two-day event, both April 28th and April 29th. Um, and uh, you can check them out uh, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's going to be going all day long. So, again, uh, check them out at the historical West End Howell Park, West End Howell Park, April 28th and 29th. Um, you can check them out. Uh, there's great stuff going on there. People from the mayor's office will be there. And, again, it's called the Breaking Curses. Um, that is their objective. They want to kind of really get people away from some of the nonsense that has really created general, generational uh, dysfunction. So please come out and support them. They're having a basketball tournament at the church and the city working together. They're also, they're also going to be uh, uh, partnering with the American Cancer Society and the Mayor's Office of Partnership. Again, that's a two-day ceremony, so two-day event, playing basketball, big tournament at the historical West End Howell Park, April 28th and April 29th. Uh, you can check them out, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Saturday, and then the closing ceremony uh, at 6 p.m. on Sunday, again, April 28th and April the 29th. For more information, uh, you can call up. Make sure I have it right for you here. You can give a call to Miss Shara Kennedy, Miss Shara Kennedy, for more information, and you can contact her by phone. Telephone number is 404-933-3257, or you can also reach her at 816-923-1221. But, again, best number, 404-933-3257. You can also find more information at www.justschoolingtees.com. So, again, that's justschoolingtees.com, just that sound. So check them out. Great event as the church partners with the city of Atlanta to help break curses in this basketball tournament being held April 28th and April 29th at the historical West End Howell Park. All right. Uh, while we're waiting for the Cardinals pick here, we have our man from Milwaukee. You know, he's been talking, but he really never introduced himself to everybody here. So I want to get a name and, and uh, kind of what brought you down here to, uh, to, to, uh, to the Atlanta area. I know a lot of guys are here to, for courses and with the military. So what brought you down? First, introduce yourself to everybody, please. Sure. My name is Heath, and um, I am actually work with a, a plumbing company up in Wisconsin, and I came down here looking at a, a few different uh, stores in the, in the Atlanta area and um, really excited about this NFL draft tonight. And uh, one thing that I, I learned that I was on the road is that my, my daughter actually signed her national intent um, letter to play college volleyball um, yesterday. So that's something that's been really, really, really cool. So wow, so then what, where's, she, where's she heading? Uh, Silver Lake College in, in, right. in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Look, uh, you got you got to feel good because when they sign letter of intent, that means scholarship follows, baby. Mm-hmm. You bet, baby. So like, I, yeah, I got that. That's I'm, right there. I'm so proud of, of, of Rachel, and I, I also have a an, um, – a son, 18-year-old son, they're, they're actually twins. So proud of both of them. So I, I really appreciate you guys um, letting me come on with you tonight and, and, and just having some fun. Yes, sir. Well, that's the best thing we try to do. We, we've been having this year at the Holiday Inn. Um, we can't do it every week, but we're here most weeks. Uh, we try to come out, and, and uh, it's interesting because, like I mentioned, we have guys from the military that come here because uh, we're not too far away from a couple of uh, uh, bases. And so the guys come out and they really talk about the fact that, hey, man, we, we noticed you guys over here doing your thing. We appreciate it. And uh, I think everybody has a good time. And, and like you said, it's, it's just really fun to be able to come on the radio, come on Facebook Live. And 
Uh, Miles was kind of blocking you because he's got a big head. But uh, there, there's people can see you right there. There we go. Um, Actually, you know, what I've been trying to do is I've, I've been trying to get uh, um, people down in uh, the Wisconsin area to try and, and, and do something like this to broadcast a, a volleyball game. But nobody really is really bought into that. None of the radio stations or any Uh-oh. of that stuff has been doing that. So, Well, you know, brother, I have a reputation. Okay. Oh, I'm afraid to hear this. My reputation is I am the uh, I'm the launch man. Yeah, what I do is that people come on my show for a while, they're a guest, and then they maybe come back again, and they kind of get the bug. And next thing you know, they tell me, "Hey, uh, uh, Minister, we're going to go and um, we're going to start our own show, and we're going to do our own thing." For example, the gentleman sitting right next to you, uh, he originally came on as an intern. Okay. But his whole intent was, he said, "I really want to be a, a sports guy. I want to do this, and sure. this is something that's my life dream." And so. You know, as time went on, um, you know, he got involved in the business side. He actually went out and got some sponsorship for us and did some advertising. And um, he said, okay, we're going to put him on the air. So that was, what was that, two years ago? Uh, I, I had a start in April as our first year. There you go. So again. a full year. And then what he did was is he uh, another one of the interns that was there decided we're going to do our own sports show. So actually every Tuesday night now they do a show called Game Time Sports. So, brother, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is that you, maybe you're the guy that's going to be announcing these games, these volleyball games in Wisconsin. I'd love to do it. I mean, we, we have local radio stations and everything like that, and it's, it's so fast because you have six Oh, yeah. Six I play volleyball. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I like volleyball. It's uh, great too. sport. It's, it's, it's great fantastic. Sport. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. Cardinals uh, have a pick there, the number 10 pick. Let's see. There was some rumbling that they were going to try to pick Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. So let's Jackson. see if they are going to make the bold move and grab probably the most dynamic athlete in the draft. Let's take a pick. Cardinal selection is in. And is it going to be Josh Rosen or is it going to be Lamar Jackson? Here's the pick. Oh, looks like the Raiders are tra- uh, sorry, traded the Cardinals. So they, they moved up for some reason. So either pick Jackson or Rosen. And Josh Rosen goes to the Cardinals. The yeah, Cardinals. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm ready to go to now. I'm ready to go. disappointment. Now, guys, stay tuned here because we're going to be involved with getting him set up in Milwaukee <laughs> to do this broadcast. You guys think I'm playing, but I'm not. All right, Josh Rosen goes to the Cardinals, uh, the first Jewish-American quarterback to be selected in the NFL draft uh, and the number in the first round since 1939. Hall of Famer Sid Luckman. The Chicago Bears. So that's an interesting sidebar there. But Josh Rosen is off the board. Gone at number 10 as the Cardinals make a trade with the Raiders to move up to get Josh Rosen from out of UCLA, a guy who many people felt uh, was might have been the best quarterback in there uh, as far as those five. But we'll find out soon as he will be heading to the Cardinals. Josh Rosen off the board. Bruce Arians is gone, though. I mean, his I, – I, I, I would see that being something with Bruce Arians there, but I don't know what they got there now. Um, it's a question mark. So, you know, it's just like he, he, Josh, Josh Rosen was very demanding. He, I mean, he needed a guy that's going to, you know, communicate with him. I need to communicate with him. Uh, we need to have a basically a perfect relationship. It's like, you know, everything got to be set up perfect for him. You know, he's kind of being like a little boozy on the – Little boozy, uh, playing playing the boozy uh, game on on, on as, as a draft, you know, as a rookie. So, you know, it, you know, they say he came from come from money. You know, he's already got a family with money. So, you know, he, he's kind of acting a little boozy and upscale. But 
uh, his play on the field will uh, prove otherwise or show what he's really made of. So. Well, that's it. We're going to find out what is uh, what he's made of and what's going on here with Josh Rosen. But here's the thing. I mean, the bottom line is is that uh, there is a legacy of outspoken quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the first round going on to do some, some work. Eli Manning. Eli Manning and John Elway and Peyton Manning. Yeah. People forget that I'm not Peyton. I'm not Peyton Manning, but uh, but uh, certainly Eli and certainly um, um, John Elway both said we're not going to play for these guys, and uh, they made it very adamant. A lot of people I remember at the time were like, "Who are these guys? How dare they do that?" But at the end of the day, it's to, all Josh Rosen did was repeat exactly what those guys did at those mm-hmm. times. We don't want to play for a team where we feel we can't be successful. At the same time, all those, all those people that did that, they got money already. Well, <laughs> but see, but can I tell you something? That, but see, that's, that's the advantage of when you're playing because you want to play and not playing because you, you have, have to play. play. And yeah. don't be wrong. I'm not saying that any of these guys that got picked don't want to play. And if you ask almost every one of those guys to a man, mm-hmm. because remember that they've been doing it in college. They've been getting money under the table. But all those guys would tell you to play in the NFL, they probably would do it for free and get a job. Mm-hmm. Seriously, because think about this: thirty, forty years ago, that's what guys did. Mm-hmm. Guys had a they had a job because the NFL wasn't paying millions of dollars that they're paying now. So all these guys have love for the game, but you're right. Guys like Josh Rosen, guys like John Elway, guys like Eli Manning, they can afford to sit out of here. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about taking care of families at home or people relying on them to sign and play right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, look here, man. I mean, I'm gonna go to the house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I can't play for I want to play for, I'm I'm not gonna do it. So, uh, you know, I get it. But uh, at the end of the day, Rosen is now officially Arizona Cardinal, gets the chance to stay out west, and I'm sure he's happy about that. And yeah. the Cardinals, I mean, look. Defense, already good defense. Good defense, and he's going to get a chance to throw to a future Hall of Famer, probably first ballot in Larry Fitzgerald. So Larry is still there. So at the end of the day, um, that's going to do nothing but help him there. Um, and the team, like I said, again, they they just – didn't have that little extra oomph, but this is a good team, and they do have a uh, an outstanding uh, running back as well. Um, so, uh, you know, this is a team that could, that could maybe do some work. So we'll find out, uh, but he is now gone to the Arizona Cardinals. So that should be very, very interesting as the, as the, as the NFC West has got some moving and shaking going on. Rokon Smith in the building. Uh, Josh Rosen in the building. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we'll look to see what the Seattle Seahawks do because, let's face it, man, Seahawks are uh, basing that team with being dismantled. And, uh, you know. They're going after their safety. Duran James or um, Fitzpatrick. If either one of those guys is still available, no doubt. Yeah. I, yep. mm-hmm. I yeah. think they're definitely, going, they're definitely going defense because losing uh, – um, I can't think of his name right Richard now. Sherman is Richard gone. Richard Sherman is yep. gone. And, uh, you know, Karen Chancellor injuries and – uh, Earl Thomas injuries. They they definitely got to get some young young legs back there. Oh, there's no question. Right, the Dolphins pick is now up. Uh, they have number 11 pick. Let's see who the Dolphins have grabbed. There was some talk they might try to go with a wide receiver. Uh, let's see who they got. Survey says at the number 11 pick is Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. There's the guy right there. And again, guys, we are going to uh, get you some uh, some video. From when we got a chance to interview some of these same players when they were here in Atlanta. It's interesting that Mika Fitzpatrick has taken a page out of uh, Julio Jones's book. Uh, he made sure that before he got them drafted, them dreads is gone, baby. <laughs> got the waves popping. 
uh, nice uh, double-breasted suit, classic style. Mm-hmm. And uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is now a dolphin. So that's what the SEC players do. They 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 make themselves going to the next. They they condition themselves to go to the next level. You know, big time, big money, big things happening. You know, they get to that grown man stage and they uh, cut them dreads off. So there it is. And there's a picture here, the original picture of him and the dreads, and that's the. That's the, that's the Minka I got a chance to interview. So, uh, again, taking a page out of another former Alabama great, Julio Jones, uh, cutting the dreads off, and like Miles said, now coming in for the the look of a professional. Mm-hmm. I want to give a big shout-out to my brother, fellow elder, Son Edward Ware in the building. I want to thank God for him joining us on Facebook Live. And uh, also, of course, uh, Gary Booker, my partner in crime, and uh, with the uh, new group that we have, the Phoenix Media Group combination of the Phoenix Group and Christian Media Enterprises. And we're going to be located right on the other side of 2424 Old Rex Mall Road. The call is going to be by appointment only, but give us a call. You can call me at 678-304-8121. That's our office phone. Leave a, leave a message and we'll get back to you very, very quickly. Or you can send me an email to js at christianmediaenterprises.net. Again, uh, js at christianmediaenterprises.net. No, it's long. Spell it out. And if you want to know how to do it, go to our website, www.christianmediaenterprises.net, and you'll find out a little bit more about us. But, again, we will be opening up a full production studio. Uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll sometime the first or second week of May. So uh, check us out, guys, and we'll be, we'll be there. But like I said, man, it is uh, coming to the close of the broadcast. We've about nine or ten minutes left. Uh, great stuff here. And as you can see, guys, if you – you're feeling kind of froggy. You think you got a little? I <laughs> think you got a little sports talk gene in you. You come on out. Uh, we're here at the Holiday Inn and Suites, and we're going to be moving around. We're we're looking forward to uh, bringing in some high schools, and also we look forward to possibly partnering with uh, some of the folks out of the FCA as we bring some young high schools on, and they can give you their testimony on how uh, the impact of Mighty Yeshua Hamashiach, which is Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, has changed their lives. And uh, we're going to let those young men and young women talk to you about uh, the change that Jesus made in their lives. And hopefully you guys will be able to tune into those broadcasts as well. And also, listen, if you've got a compelling sports story, somebody, a friend or uh, a child or that you know that is doing some good stuff in the community, please, man, please, sir, uh, let them uh, contact us. You can contact us. Send an email to Simmons at realtalksports.net. We'd love to have them on the show. Or again, you can call the office number six seven eight three zero four eight one two one, and we would uh, love to uh, get them on. So uh, again, we always looking to try to bring in the good news of sports. But Miles, I tell you, man, it's been a shocker, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it really has. It's it's been been surprising. Some some picks, a lot of it's predictable though. You know, about six of the what eleven picks has been going on so far. It's been a little predictable, but. Um, but yeah, I think it's, you know, way, that's, I think it's, that's a great thing. It, it, it's been pretty good so far. Well, it really has. But I think I think it's 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 been. I guess it's, you kind of knew the guys were going to go, but you didn't know that they were going necessarily in this order. You know what I mean? You're probably thinking that Josh Rosen was going to uh, was going to um, you know maybe go a little bit higher. Uh, you thought maybe Sam Darnold might might even go as number one pick. So it's just real interesting, man. Uh, what's going on here? I tell you, the bar over there is buzzing. You got the guys over there at the bar. Why don't we drag? You want to drag one of those other guys over here? Tom, coming over, talking about that junk. Tom, <laughs> come on over and kind of. Nobody's as brave as I am. Huh? <laughs> you sure? As brave as I am. They're not. Well, just, just. 
But tell them, come on over. Yeah, we, we got a couple of guys at the bar because they have been buzzing all night long, guys. So we're having some fun here. And that's what we like to do, man. We don't, we don't mind bringing people in. Uh, we don't care if you've had a few beverages. Preacher don't mind. We're okay. We know how to edit you if you, if you kind of go off point. You got the you got the volume, but we dial you down. So, so we got to, you know, pretty sure I'm gonna get one of them little them little off buttons, so we don't have to worry about you saying nothing kind of crazy. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, guys, uh, please come out here and join us. Here we have fun here, and uh, one of the things I think Miles that we're going to look to do, I'm going to be investigating. Uh, I know you guys are on Tuesday night, um, so mm-hmm. I might have to do it like before you guys are after. But you know, you know what's coming up, sir, on Tuesdays right on the corner. Our favorite thing that we all started our outdoor stuff. What started a couple of years ago? We went okay. outside to the Tasty Tuesdays. Okay, it's okay. back. So uh, Stockbridge is my hometown. So we're going to be talking with the people over there, see if we can occasionally come out there. And uh, who knows? Maybe one day we might we might do a joint show with Game Time Sports. Get everybody out there, have some fun. Hey, that'd be fine with me. Be great, guys. So uh, again, um, we appreciate you. Appreciate everybody who's joining us in. We're here in the final minutes of the show. We got an opportunity for you here. Uh, the phone lines are open, 347-326-9991. If you call in, you'll actually be able to be heard on the Facebook Live telecast. So if you've got some comments about this draft, if you want to tell us who you think the Falcons should pick, Tampa Bay's pick is up now. They're number 12. They might get another. Who knows? They might go for Derwin James. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely going for a safety. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Now, how, how about that defensive backfield, huh? Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> Made, I, I thought they were gonna make some noise last year, but you know, things went sideways. But uh, you know, well, the pick is in. Let's see, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick number twelve. Goodell says they are selecting Irvin James. That's what I think it is, brother. I mean, it's a Florida State flavor down there. Mm-hmm. Why not keep it home? Number twelve pick is oh, by the way, what? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Falcons slinging his hair and everything. The Falcons <laughs> pick is gone. The big man on the Washington. Is gone. I don't know about Well, here, well, think about this. Well, no, think about it. <laughs> who's, who's the defensive coordinator over at at uh, Tampa Bay? Used to be here as our head coach, Mike Smith. Yeah. And if you remember, one of the things that got Mike Smith out of here was he paid all that money for Tyson Jackson. Didn't do anything. Uh, Grady didn't do anything. Not Grady. I brought in Tyson Jackson. These big alleged run stoppers, and the Falcons were terrible. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, it's right up Mike Smith's alley, buddy. And this is about where everybody picked them to go, you know, between 10 and 15. Okay. And that's why some people thought the Falcons might trade up. 347. Listen, this guy in the middle of your line, is a, he's, he's a beast. And Tampa Bay really hasn't had a disruptor like that since Warren Sapp. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, look for him. Well, you watch this playoff here, and this guy is just looking. Yeah, yeah. Dude, look. I mean, it's like, please, sir. Don't try to block me. I'm too big. <laughs> yep. And this is and, and here's the other thing too is you see he's clogging up the line here and he just doesn't move. He looks a little what a Hawaiian a little bit. Yes, he's one. Yep. Well see, I mean, I can't deny some of them Hawaiian now. They've been coming down this level, uh with the uh Troy Palomano. Oh, I mean, that's really those guys they really They know how to play. They can bring it, bro. Mm-hmm. They can bring it. He's just a big, big man and you can see, man, he's able to run down Running backs. Yeah, he's had to he's, leave the tackle. <laughs> yes, sir. At three hundred and forty-seven pounds, which is why the Falcons coveted this guy. As you can see, Tampa Bay. That's going to really spice up their defense. You see right there, they got McCoy, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vey, and Vinnie Curry. So uh, they now have a very formidable 
uh, front four, which is why I think, again, the Falcons might need to look at some offensive line help. Because <laughs> if you're going to pay your quarterback in excess of $100 million, which you know is going to happen very, very soon, you better make sure to keep the dust off his behind. Yeah. You better have some. Well, I'm just telling you, but because because you know what the mantra is, that's the going rate. Yeah, it is. And, and he's more deserving than some of these other guys. I mean, and, and <laughs> Matthew Stafford got 29. Yeah. And he has not won a playoff game yet. Of course, you know, again, that you know, the controversy against Green Bay, they could have possibly won that. But they haven't won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kirk Cousins hasn't won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Right, and how much he got? Right, and neither one of those guys came into the hornet's nest that Matt Ryan did. And listen, as much as, and again, I tell people all the time, all right, is he the best quarterback of his era? Absolutely not. Okay, he's playing the same era as Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Um, you know, Peyton Manning just went off the scene, even to some degree, wrapped the road uh, in Cam Newton. I mean, as a multi-threat quarterback. Philip, well, Philip Rivers, you know, I can't really put Philip Rivers ahead of him because, again, his resume as far as winning postseason games is not there. Yeah. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, there's a lot of guys that are that are in ahead of him. But the realities are this. Okay. When Matt Ryan came here, the Falcons were no good. Mm-hmm. They were in the middle of a total disenfranchisement of the franchise. Yeah. Michael Vick, you know, everybody's star player, uh, had just fallen off the scene. The team was in disrepair, mm-hmm. and he came in as a rookie, as a rookie, yeah. and they got to the playoffs as a rookie. The first pass he ever threw was a touchdown. So we can, we can, we can make fun of the guy. <laughs> yeah, we can say, reason, but because, I mean, cause you know what, I'll tell you what happened to me. What happened to me was, you know, uh, occasionally I've kind of felt some kind of way that Matt's arm's not there and, you know, if we had a guy with a bigger arm. But at the end of the day, what I really had to say to myself is, hey, man, this guy, I mean, he's been a winner. Yeah. I mean, the guy has been a winner. So I can't, I can't lambast the guy because in 10 years, they've been to the playoffs, I think, six times. They've been to the NFC Championship game twice. They've been to the Super Bowl, which they had not been to the Super Bowl since 1998, 99. So mm-hmm. I got to give the guy credit where credit is due. And I, I got to give the coaching staff credit in the, in the front office that, Surrounding him with talent too. Yeah, but I gotta give him credit with that. Right. Not, not taking nothing away from him, but they're doing as a franchise what they're supposed to do what with they're their supposed franchise to do. quarterback. Right. What they're supposed to do. So at the end of the day, I mean, they were, um, they just did the things they had to do. Well, speaking of doing what we had to do, guys, I can't believe it. We're at the end of the show now. <laughs> uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to the show uh, on Block Talk Radio. Uh, we want to say, of course, that we do this every week. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, please, man, please, sir. Get to know him today. Nobody loves you like Jesus. Not your mom, not your auntie and them, not even grandmama. Nobody loves you like him. And that's the only way by which you can get to heaven and have a life well lived here on the earth. Who would want to be lined up with God's plan? All right. Miles T. Yes, sir. Uh, Game Time Sports Star Radio. Uh, Tuesday night, WIGO 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. Star right. Award winning. God willing. God see you Tuesday. Willing and live, laugh, love. Miles T. Peace. Check them out Tuesday night, 7 8, Game Time Sports on WIGO AM 1570. Remember to check back with us at the Real Talk Sports. You'll follow us anywhere on social media at Real Talk Sports 7. All right, everybody in Block Talk, God bless you and good night. And we're going to have just a few more minutes with those of you who will be listening to us on Facebook Live. So long and God bless.